0: All right, welcome to the SQL podcast, Sexual Quantum Leap podcast. I have an awesome episode today. So if you don't know what the SQL podcast is, we're here to talk all about sexuality, how to be the best of woman inside and outside the bedroom. But today we're gonna to spice things up a little bit today and I'm bringing on one of my personal mentors, No, not a personal mentor about sexuality, but it is kind of um, similar. I'm going to bring on my sales mentor. Now, why would I bring on my sales and business mentor? Now, this man doesn't just go through sales and business. He also goes through a ton of stuff about emotional release and who you are as a man. So, it is an absolute pleasure to have him on board. He has transformed my life in so many ways, and we're going to be talking all about that today. So, if you're the first time tuning into the SQL Podcast, welcome. If you've been here multiple times, it's also amazing to have you here today not to mention as i said if you want to know more about what we do you can also check out sexual quantum leap and learn how to give women multiple orgasms with your hands tonight using the pussy massage but in that being said i want to introduce caleb caleb is as i said a personal mentor of mine good friend and all around one of the best mentors i've ever had so thank you for being on the show today my man
1: what an introduction brother like (laughs) How do, you, how, do you, how do you like come back from that? I just feel like a normal dude who just like does a thing and then get an introduction like that, man. It's a fucking blast to be here, dude. Um Oh,
0: oh dude, it's, a, it's an absolute pleasure. we are meaning to get Caleb on. Now, you might be wondering, guys, like why the fuck have I got a guy to talk about sales and emotional release? Because the thing is, in short, we'll be talking about this through this um, episode. I met Caleb initially and I, I came at him with like a little bit of an attitude. Like, dude, I don't need any help. Like basically fuck off. And then basically he's like, bro, that's all cool. And he just like constantly came up with me with like such love and um, empathy and like uh, like just like such an open heart. I was like, how does this man do this? And I realized when you become really clear within yourself um, sexually, then you can actually like connect deeply with other people. But then Caleb really taught me about how to connect deeply to myself and then how I can connect deeply to others. And then when you can really connect deeply to your prospects and your um, people you're working with, then all of a sudden it's not like this sleazy sales tactics. And that's what um, Caleb really talked about. Like how can you make the um, sale really flow effectively where it's like um, beneficial for both people. So yeah, man, if you want to like um, break down a little bit about yourself and how you go into this, it'd be awesome.
1: I think you nailed it, man. When you said, the best inside and outside the bedroom. And I think today's an example of, maybe us looking at some things outside of the bedroom, um, specifically from like you as a man, and then you you within business, and then your ability to sell. But also I think what Andrew's referring to when it comes to sales is, um, many of us when we think about selling, we feel like we slip into this alter ego. Of this, like, we have to become the 1980s Jordan Belfort, Wolf of Wall Street uh, guy, and we put on this persona, and it just gets weird. Um, and you may have, you may relate to this, where like, you get in a sales conversation, and then like, it's going nicely, and then all of a sudden, you know, the two things happen. Number one, you know that you should call bullshit on whatever's going on, but you don't, right? Like, you hold it back. You're like, you know, your client's telling you lies, but you don't say anything because you're, you're afraid to lose the sale. And the second thing is when the money conversation comes along, you turn into some kind of weird fucking foreign alien robot, which is like, and the price for the investment is, <laughs> uh, and it's, it's just, it's fucked. And so effectively, like the, the stuff that we're working on uh, is I teach a five-step sales process, which for people who aren't necessarily naturally good at closing um, or they have okay results, but they know that there's like more to go, right? Because I think when you know, I was chatting with Andrew, he's a beast, right? He was closing 60, 60% plus of the people that were jumping on the phone, phone with them, even up to 80%. And so we were looking at how do we close that 20%? How do we find and fine-tune, excuse me, the sales process to close the other people that fall through the gaps? Uh, and from two parts, from internal and external. Uh, Kind of like what Andrew teaches within the bedroom itself. You know, it's not just about the techniques. It's about developing yourself as a man um, inside and outside. Uh, Hmm. So that's probably the long short of, (laughs) well, I think four years now of sales training and emotional clearing in this space. Um, I don't know if you want to know my background or anything like that. Yeah,
0: man. Actually yeah just just on that note as i said for guys who are the first time like listening is like they're like why are we listening to a sex podcast and there's a sales dude because the thing is my sex actually got better when caleb helped with, with my emotional clearing and the release work that he did because as he said with the money and then also like the sales stuff it's like how many guys have negative associations around the money and like um Money, sales, and sex, and that holds them back. And then when you can really release that and clear that, especially with the stuff that Caleb teaches, it's like sex isn't this weird thing where you're like, you're asking, Can I please do this to you? And like all this weird shit. Or you're not asking for this weird seller. Can I you feel like you're doing the other person a disservice? What I've really taught. Like I love getting on calls with people now. Caleb has helped me this because I go, fuck, I get to change this person's lives and I'm not using some manipulative, sleazy tactics to get like Them into bed with me for the um product. It's like we get to both have this experience together, and I go well. I get to enroll people into um the retreats I do, opposed to like going. I have to quickly get them in here, and so then they don't realize these tactics I'm doing. Where it's not tactic. It's like I have genuine intent, and that's what I really realized from Caleb when he really showed me. Like this is actually how you make the process so smooth where everyone wins, and that's what I really love about what you teach, man. So yeah, I'd love to hear a bit about your um story about how you got into this, man.
1: Sweet brother, I think like the the way to sum up like your results and sales by the end of the time we worked together, you sent me this message one day, and you were like, "Dude, all I have to do is get on a phone call, call them out on their shit, tell them about my passion, and then they buy from me." Yeah, and I was like, that, "Yeah, that's pretty much it." And you're like, "Wow, <laughs> it's so easy." And, uh, and that was like shortly after you crushed it. You had like a crazy uh, business result and I, was, I was so stoked, man, for you. Um, so my background, I uh, I got into coaching back, well, back in 2016, but it kind of happened all before then in the sense that uh, I remember waking up one night, middle of the night, it was strange as fuck. I don't know if many other entrepreneurs have this story, but I woke up. And I was working this job, right? I, I got my degree, bought an investment property. I had a girlfriend, had a nice car. I woke up in the middle of the night and I jumped on YouTube and there was this video by a guy called Kyle Cease. And uh, I, for the love of God, I have not been able to find the video that I watched. It's fucking, it's given me the shits for like five years now just trying to find this video that I, that I saw that night. Mm. But I ended up watching the video. It was like seven minutes long. And he asked a question and he said, Uh, do you really want to be doing what you're doing now, working for someone else, chasing their dreams to, to work 40 hours a week for 40 uh, years to retire on 40% of your income? And I was like, no, no, I don't fuck that. (laughs) And, um, it was sort of at the time where I was a bit sick of my job. I'd been a top performer in sales. So like I was working, uh, in a e-commerce company and I've, Came became the number one rep down in New Zealand. And then before that, I was working radio sales, which is full commission. It was awful, like trying to sell radio advertising. It's like trying to sell fairy dust. <laughs> it's, like, it's completely non-tangible. It's, it sucks. Mm. And just before that, I remember I bumped into this lady when I'd started the sales job. And she was like a creature, man. I walked into this lift. It was my first day on the job. And she smelt like, she's a big burly lady that sounded like she was from Brooklyn. She was like, hello, love, how are you? And before she even like spoke to you, you could smell the coffee and the cigarettes on her. And her skin was like leathery and like fake tanned. And it looked like she just got back from Italy. Right. And this big, bolshy lady. And we were in the uh, phone sales room. Basically, the war room going to war, making calls to our list to try and close deals over the phone. There was a hundred dollar cash prize for every deal that you sold. I remember watching across the room, is like looking at her doing it, and she was just abusing the shit out of this guy, like yelling down the phone at him, saying, If you don't buy, you're a pussy. I'm gonna come down there, I'm gonna tell your wife that you're not really a man. And I was like, What the fuck? It was full on, dude. And I remember shooting a look across there and going, that is everything wrong with sales. She is everything wrong with sales. And um, I sort of made a decision in that moment that I was going to be great at sales and I was never going to sell like that. And so I started digging into everything that was the opposite to her. And so, you know, traditional sales is about pitch, 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 talk, 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 talk them, convince them into a sale where, you know, I believe that the more you talk, the more you lose the sale. It shouldn't really be about you. The sales conversation should be inviting people to uh, an idea, or, or like a product that that will be transformational for them. So I like to say, you know, it's it's transformational, not transactional. And that sort of started my obsession digging into like human behaviour and you know why we do the things that we do and patterns of behaviour, language patterns, and all this kind of stuff. And uh, eventually. The long story short, I got sick of living in New Zealand and I moved over to Melbourne. And that's when I uh, found coaching in 2016 and then shortly quit my job. And uh, within sort of 90 days, I built a six-figure business after quitting my job, just helping people through sales. Um, and some of the sort of top-line highlights, uh, I think we've closed over $4 million in four years now uh, through various different clients. One of my clients did $2.2 million in 12 months. He's on track to do the same again this year. He just had a $315,000 a month. Um, and he credits these growths in numbers, right, where he was doing $55,000 a month um, to $315,000 a month. It's just fucking nuts, right? He credits this to the system that we teach. It's just a real simple five steps, uh, all you need to, cons- to close any kind of coaching or consulting deal. Um, and so that's where we're at now, my man. Um, you know, Chuck, a whole lot of, like, NLP and other random clearing modalities and uh, you've kind of got this like sales wizard who I teach you a process and then I kind of just like clear out any of the negative stuff you have around charging what you're worth and actually getting the deal across the line.
0: Yeah man that's that's an epic story. Um, I like the part as well we talked about because with the the name of this podcast is Sex and Sales, as well, how they're like so interlinked in, for this respect. It's like the transaction versus the transformation. It's like, yeah, you, when you start stepping away from the transaction as well in sexuality and you see it as a transformational experience, that's when everything's going to change as well. And that's what, that's what I'm saying. Everything's so linked, man, like because you're a master in this area and then like seeing how this correlates to sexuality and see how um, like the emotional stuff and people sometimes get on the phone, man, and credit to your work. It's like, they go, um, I don't get this much anymore. It's like, someone's like, oh, are you trying to sell me? It's like, fucking earth, I'm trying to sell you, 100%. Because the thing is, if I don't do this because I understand where you're at, and what's going on for your sex life. If you don't do this work, what's the what's the alternative? And I'm not, I'm not angry. I get so fucking fired up and passionate. And the thing is I'm doing this with so much love and reverence because I see where I just want to help them. And what you've really instilled in me is like helping them and you've given me the understanding of how to actually connect with the prospect and connect with the person who's on the phone. And that's why it's like getting the, these men to connect with the woman who's in front of them instead of going, just fuck me, it's in your best interest, just do it. And then like basic guilt tripping on the manipulation. It's like, fuck that, you don't need to do that. And you can have so much better experiences with um, the sales, which I've learned all from you, man, of actually being completely upfront, this is what's going on, and then actually having like an honest man-to-man, converse, man-to-man conversation or man-to-woman, whatever it is, conversation. And when you can do that, everything else gets so much easier, man. So I thank you for that. And the client results that I've seen you get for people is insane. Not just myself, but so many other people, man. Like it's it's crazy that the, when people say the same thing, it's like, this is the big thing that I've realized, man, for years, a million things. But the one thing it's like, when I get off calls now, sales calls and conversations with people who go sign up for the retreat, at the end they go, thank you. Thank you so much. That's a big realization I had from you, dude.
1: Yeah, I can't claim that one, but a mentor of mine once said, "The benchmark of a great sales conversation is where someone says thank you." Mm. And um, we used to joke about this all the time because you'd send people my way, and you'd be like, "Be careful, Caleb will close you, and you'll thank him for taking your money." <laughs> yeah, and um, I just, thought, it's just such a cool way to think about sales. It's like, you know, it's, it's at the end of the sales conversation, it should feel so great. That you've, you know, you've got a new client, you've got a new friend, you've got a new partner, like, you know, it should feel like a fair exchange and it should feel like a thank you. And if it's anything less than that, you've got some sleazy tactics that need to be worked on.
0: Yeah. I like that story about the big burly woman. I didn't I didn't know about that story that happened, but what was your big epiphany? So so that happened with that woman. And then um, you, did you always love sales or did you go, I'm just going to learn about this process because what was your reason for all this, man?
1: Man, I I always loved sales. um, I've got so many stories of like what I call moments of grace where they tear me up, man. Where like people that were more successful than I, that owed me nothing, that gave me something. And um, the very, very first time I got introduced to sales, some people might have heard this story, others might not have, but there was a guy called Jack Klutz. I worked at the radio bureau, uh, which was like an agency for radio sales in New Zealand. And he came into the school that I was studying at the time. I just remember, like, he walked into a room, into the room, and he just held this, like, charisma. Where, like, the room almost waited on his every breath move and the way he spoke. And I'd never met anyone that was that, like, charismatic or had that kind of presence ever. And uh, he gave a talk about sales, and then I asked him to go for a coffee afterwards. And I was like, hey, is it, is, can I buy you lunch? And uh, he was like, yeah. And so we went up for lunch, and he said, so what's your five-year plan? And I was like, oh, well, I want the house, the car, blah, 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 what these things. And he's like, look, if you're going to go there, what's your vehicle? And I was like, I wanted to be a radio presenter at the time, man. <laughs> I wanted to be a radio DJ. And uh, he goes, I hate to break it to you, son, but... That'll pay you twenty to thirty thousand dollars a month for the next five years. You're not going to buy a house on that kind of income. And I was pretty crushed, man. And this was like my first exposure to mentorship. Well,
0: like twenty to thirty. Wait, he, it was only going to pay you twenty thirty thousand dollars a month. Um, you, you <laughs> No, no, uh, per annum. Oh, per I was going to say, mate, if it's twenty thirty thousand dollars a month for a radio presenter, that's a little bit different.
1: <laughs> no, see, the the radio presenting industry is like, if you're famous, you'll make good money, but yeah. everyone else is on minimum wage. Yeah, yeah. And so he sort of woke me up to the idea. He's like, well, your vehicle and your goal they don't match. And I was pretty shattered. And he goes, have you considered radio sales? And I was like, "Uh, no. He goes, well, why do you want to do radio? I said, I wanted to talk for a living. And he laughed, (laughs) (laughs) he cracked up laughing. I remember he smiled, He "Um," he says, do you have a suit? And I was like, no. And he goes, well, meet me tomorrow at this address. And uh, I show up at this address the next day. And there's this place called Helen Stein's in New Zealand. It's like a, a men's uh, dress store. And uh, we went in, he's like trying some suits to find one that fits. And I go try on, I'm like, yeah, cool. It's like $100 right, but I did not have $100 in student. And uh, I was like, Jack, these are all good, but I can't afford it. And he goes, don't worry about it. Just put it on the table. And he bought me the suit. he oh, <laughs> right. bought me the first suit. And um, he's like, all right, good. Now you look the part. So rule number one is that first impressions last. And he was like, "He, I don't know if you've ever read the book, um, How to Win Friends, Friends and Influence People, but he was like the epitome of that, right? And so he said, rule number one, first impressions last. So dress like you want the job. And then I said, like, okay, we get in the car. And he slides me a brown envelope and he said, open this. It's the book. Dale Carnegie, friends and influence people. Because goes, rule number two, he says, your mind is your greatest asset. <laughs> okay, right. And then, um, he, uh, that day he took me on his meetings, uh, to all these agencies for some of the biggest, uh, players in, uh, in the, in, in the industry at the time that if I mentioned the names, you'd know who they are, but we can't, because, because <laughs> I'll get in trouble. It we'll would be disrespectful to Jack. Um, and, uh, yeah, and that was basically it, man. Like for the next sort of uh three to four weeks, he just took me on all of his appointments and I just sat there and just soaked up everything I could from this guy. And um, you know, it, it was very much like, you know, here's the rule. And I remember one time specifically, like we come out of the meeting and I went to go talk to him and he just said, Don't speak And I was like, What? He said, Don't speak. And then, so I'm like, this is awkward. Like I want to unpack everything that I've learned. We got to the car. And he goes like rule number seven, don't say anything until you're in the car. And I was like, why? Jay? And he goes, cause you never know who's behind you and who's just listening. Mm. And I was like, oh damn, this is so like, I, like, you know, looking back on it now, it felt so Harvey Specter, you know, and Mike Ross from Sooth. And uh, he just had all these sort of like foundational ideas. Um, unfortunately, he passed away uh, a couple of years ago uh, from cancer. Um, but I got to sort of say, uh, I got to speak to him and was like, "Hey, thanks for everything you did. And like, look what I've created." And he was super proud, man. It's it's pretty awesome.
0: Dude, that sounds like some sounds like a movie, man. Like, I know you took action, but just having someone to learn from and having a mentor and showing you the ways and like stepping there—that's so powerful that you had that happen, man. And that's, that's very yeah. inspiring as well.
1: Well, that's that's why I call them moments of grace because he didn't have to do any of that. Yeah. And it's just, like, it just kind of blew me away that level of, like, kindness and help. And now, like, you know, after four years in the coaching and mentoring industry, like, knowing what I know, there's actually nothing better than, than helping. Like, and I think, you know, his generosity... And like, you know, helping me get a result is kind of what got me into coaching, you know, because I saw the effect that it had on my life. Like, dude, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be in this position now. We wouldn't have worked together, never would have gotten into sales. Like, unless this dude, you know, decided that this young brown boy in a white city of skinny heads was worth his time to have lunch and then buy him a suit and mentor him. Like, yeah. dude, you can't plan that shit. Like, that's completely, to me, that's some kind of weird moment of destiny and synchronicity you can't plan for.
0: Yeah, I just want to say, like, I'm getting goosebumps here hearing this story. And Thank you so much for opening up, man. The, the big reason I'm having Caleb on this as well, it's because out of all the people who have had mentor me, I've never felt more free and alive in regards to that. Like, yeah, I talked about my sexuality mentors, but this dude here has given me, freedom i want to talk about that for a second man and then we can touch mm. on that and then we'll touch a little bit more on sales because i got a few questions that give me that freedom in my own mind to actually be able to ask for what i want to say what i want and these are the two epiphanies that i came to through caleb self as well it's like in sales and same as sexuality is this two how can you ask the hardest questions that no one's willing to ask and then how can you um say the hardest things that no one's willing to say. And I think Caleb said to me something along those lines and I've applied that in my life. And that's how you can have the most, from my perspective, the most in-depth, in-depth sexual connection with someone else and the most um, honest and most vital sales conversation. From That's what I learned from you, man, because you're like, as you said at the start, I'm just like saying what I want. It's like, I care about the person, number one. And then I'm saying the question, I was gonna ask you this, man, before we go into emotional stuff actually, why do you think a lot of people have a lot of hesitation around sales, and they have like this yucky feeling?
1: Because sales directly correlates to asking for what you want, mm. and this is why sex and sales are so similar. And why, when I was on the retreat, I was like, "Fucking hell! Like, it's the same thing. It's just a different label." <laughs> so we did this exercise, right? We're like. We're telling some other dude like our sexual fantasies, and we're just literally speaking it out loud. And I'm surprised at how hard it was, right? Um, and the thing with sales is the exact same thing. It's the same challenge in the bedroom as like you are literally you open yourself up for rejection, and you're saying exactly what you desire and what you want. That's a sales conversation. it's like this is i want you to work with me and i want you to pay me x amount of dollars because that's what this work is actually worth that's really fucking hard for a lot of people to do
0: yeah and with with the stuff i did with you man that was crazy because it's like like yeah like if you don't know caleb came on a retreat and he was like working through it's like fuck he's asking for what he wants in the bedroom and doing that exercise he's like this is tough because i don't know if i can do this and i won't say this um um because it's caleb's privacy but it's like he was saying what he wanted i'm like that's not even a massive deal but the thing he's saying with like like he's like i just want to like maybe just ensure i just want to get something like such a small request from the love of his life I'm like dude that is so fucking too small but the thing is it's like so many men go through the same thing but the same in sales man it's like i i remember i had such an adverse thing about like spending money he's like dude what i want you to do is like i want you to go order like go order one night a um what was it? It was just go on um, Uber Eats and order some food and spoil yourself. And the thing is, it was a worthiness thing. So this all comes down to worthiness more than anything. Mm-hmm. And that's why it like, ties into this. I, go, I don't feel like I'm deserving of like doing this. I'm like, I've just got to keep building and building, grow, expand um, SQL and like help more people, do all this shit and build the business. But then And then Caleb's like, what about you, man? Like He doesn't mm-hmm. yell, but he's like, kind of like, dude, what about you? Like celebrate I'm like no, we just we just like um we filled out a retreat which is awesome, filled out the next one, now it's like next, move on to the next he goes, dude. You've got to take some time because if not, it would just be that constant cycle and we can maybe touch on this, bro. It's like the cycle of like just sleeping with another girl, another girl, and you don't really feel fulfilled or just making another dollar after sale and another dollar, but you're like, Why am I doing this, man? I'm sure you've had clients like that and people who've just gone on that cycle because I know we were there when I was working with you. When I say we, it was me and an ex business partner in the similar headspace.
1: Mm. The thing is, like, people are doing the whole self-improvement journey wrong. They're doing it the wrong way around. Mm. And they look at deciding what they want, so they create what they want in advance. It's like, hey, what's your goal? They're like this thing. And then they go learn a skill, like, you know, they go do sales, marketing, copywriting, whatever. And then, like, if something goes wrong and they don't get what they want, then they look at the internal stuff. Right? Like, then they look at how they're being and how they're showing up, and, you know, whether they have blocks around receiving, and, you know, whether they feel guilty for spending on themselves or whether they're operating from a scarcity, fear based survival mode. Right? Mm. They do that last, and it blows my mind. And, like, one of the things that we focus on, you know, is immediately when I bring on a new client, if they want to increase their sales results, their business results, whatever, it's not actually business you know, we have to, we have, the first thing we have to do is we have to build the man or the woman that is worthy of those desires and goals first before we attach these systems and the strategies to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think, you know, that that's, that's a lot of the stuff that we did, man. It's like you, you had built an incredible business getting incredible results, but the internal guy was like, he wanted to still like work really, really, really hard and hustle and like, why really hard? I mean like hundreds of hours a week, right? To to like, like almost like to, to compensate rather than just enjoy and serve and like look, really help your clients. And like, I call it um, holding your joy for hostage. Mm. Where like, you know, really successful entrepreneurs and people, they create these businesses and they they offset their joy for one day. One day I'll allow myself to feel good about what I built. Right. one day I'll allow myself to feel, you know, satisfied with what I've created, built. And they put it off, they put it off. And so they suffer. And I'm not saying that, you know, they should stop working hard. It's it's they're too far in the masculine. Like they're too far in hustle mode. They need to find the balance and the dance between you know, the feminine art of letting go and enjoyment and fulfillment and stillness with the masculine art of direction and forwardness and clarity and movement.
0: Yeah, Um, man, man. And you're just, and that's so powerful. What you said, it's not just the, here you go, here's some sales techniques. Like you can teach someone sales like easily. Like it's, that's the easy part, but the work that you really do is the profound effect that it's had on my life. And not, it's just, it's just insane. And like, when people can do so I know we do have like entrepreneurs and that's why I want to bring Caleb on this as well. We have entrepreneurs, people want to build businesses and people, man, actually hit me up as well who they go, man, after I did the work with um, came on the retreat or they did some stuff, they go, I'm building a business. I'm doing this. And I'm going, guys, if you want to know what to do, talk to this man because you know what as i said when you have a mentors and i've had a lot of mentors who basically sometimes i felt like i was constricted and shut down and i i couldn't really be myself and it felt like it was more of a controlling dynamic like but a true leader is when they create other leaders and this is what caleb has done for me and when i felt like he's created he's created another leader in myself i'm going into his world and it feels light and i feel like i can actually be more empowered in who i am and that's why we do at sql it's like as well it's like we want to create um, men to be amazing lovers in the bedroom, so men can have kind of mind-blowing experiences with women they care about. Then they pay it forward, and then they can teach other men. And they, it's just like a flow and effect. Regardless, if they if you do a retreat with me in the future or you do something, I don't care as long as the people. If you listen to these podcasts and you get some insane value, then at the end of the day, you you start teaching other people. So that flow and effect is what we're here for. And Caleb's in the same mindset, and it's such a beautiful. Um, it's uh, thank you for it as well, man being here and taking the time out just to share your message as well, man, with um the people today.
1: I appreciate it, man. Like it's, it's one of those ones that's really hard to convey to people. Like mm. you kind of have to give people what they think they want, right? So most people want more sales, more business, more leads, more results. And then, you know, once you start working with them, they kind of realize that, oh, that's not actually what I needed though. <laughs> what I needed was to develop my, like, internal world, um, you know, because that's the core blocker behind what's actually driving everything else. And, um, yeah, I think this is, you know, really cool that, like, we can do this because I'm a big fan of that, like, better inside and outside of the bedroom, which is why, like, I recommend all of my clients to go do this. Like, you go chat with Andrew, go chat with Andrew, go chat with Andrew. It's like, it almost needs to be built into the – curriculum of becoming a man you know like of like a path a pathway to manhood it's like you need to get a sexual education and like i just i think i'm, I'm just a huge fan of the work that you guys do it completely changed um, me and my fiance's life. that's for sure
0: but, but that's what it is isn't it and like we just talk holistically as a man it's like having like that they, they go to you like deal do, do with the deep emotions that's where it all stems from so they deal with some deep emotions and they learn how to do business it's like we're basically giving people freedom so you're giving them freedom in like so many areas of like the business, the money, and then the sales. That's a three fucking prong attack. I'm doing it from a sexuality point of view. So mm-hmm. that's, that's where they come from. And there's like also learning about relationship. basically all the stuff that school didn't teach you is like what we're teaching you here. <laughs> and then when you learn this stuff, you have freedom and all we want you to do is feel free within yourself. And that's why I, I advocate this because it's like, it's, when you can feel when you can go up to your partner and you can be sexually fulfilled and then you can have a business and you can travel. Cause I know a lot of men who listen to this, you have a business where you can travel around the world, have the experiences that you want. And the thing is sales has been one of the most amazing skills that I have internalized. And the more of um, the better I've got at this, it's the like the way that Caleb's broken it down. It's like, I feel like, yeah, as I said, it feels good when I'm talking to someone. Like now for me, when I first started, I was like, oh, here we go, I'm getting on a call talking to a guy. I'm like, I love changing life, but I had like all this tension because I go, I'm like, where is he coming from? And then he changed my mindset. I go, every time I get a call, so I may be talking to one of you guys in the future, or we may talk to Caleb. So about um, potentially doing some stuff with us. It's like, I'm so excited to get on the call with you because I go, mm-hmm. yes, I get to change your life and have this conversation. And you know what? Really, really like some Buddhist stuff like that, um, that Caleb goes into is more deep mindsets as well. It's like the, about the non-attachment of letting it go. I'm like, yeah, cool, man. I've heard that bullshit before, you know? And Caleb had to put up with a lot of bullshit from me. Don't don't, don't worry about like, dude, Come on, man, non-attachment. Here we go. What is this fucking, the guy, he looks like a sales assassin teddy bear who's like Buddha incarnated and also yoga all in one. So it's some weird fucked up shit. But then all of a sudden I go, I'm saying thank you and people are saying thank you and I feel really light about the conversation and people are saying they can't wait to see me and catch up and have this experience. Because, that, that's mind-blowing, dude. That's that's so mind blowing.
1: Well, it it was summed up in a movie that you recommended recently, where we watched um, i Origins i Origins, and um, really good. Watch it; it's on Netflix. Uh, You have to use a VPN if you want to find it, but it's on Netflix. Um, And I think one of the sort of key messages at the end, you know, without spoiling it, was like, you know, science can't explain everything. And I just think it's it's super powerful to like look at so much of what we're doing and going, yeah, sure, sure, we've got strategies for a lot of stuff, but there's a shitload of things that we can't explain. And I think if you can keep an open mind like that in this journey and accept that there are some things that sort of can completely change your reality, which will have no logical way to sort of understand how or why Um, that will leave you feeling so much better with so much more enjoyment. Um, It's just, it's powerful. Like for me, you know, I always, always come back to this definition of success, which is to me, success is the internal knowing that no matter what happens, no matter what is thrown at you, no matter what external circumstance, that you will always have your own back and you will always be okay. And I think, you know, that's, that's where you landed, man. By the time that we worked in into the time we worked together, like it doesn't really matter what the fuck comes across your desk at the moment. You're like, man, I got it.
0: Yeah, dude. It's, it's so powerful. And it's so crazy now, man, because, um, with our retreat, with our, um, we have two events like ignite and mastery. And with those, um, mastery just let you guys know is we're the most premium sexuality company in the world and it's a high ticket event and i remember like when i first got um when i first got someone to um come on to um when the first person signed up for that i was like holy fuck this is awesome. You know, like I got this, I get to really high ticket things in the respect of like having these, I get to run these premium fucking events and workshops. It's, it's fantastic. And Caleb really got me into the headspace of premium as well and owning that. And it's amazing to that. But the reason I'm saying this is what you're tying into what you said, bro. It's like people are, like, where are all these people? Like where are all these like really great clients? And where are all these people who will, will like pay for that? What's the target market and all this logical shit. I'm like, I changed my internals and people were around me going, I want to pay for your high ticket thing. And that's the big difference. And like you really showed me that and Caleb breaks this down. I'm not like giving you the high level view. I go, Fuck. I, I like really tuned into that. And then when I really believed that and I knew how much it was going to benefit these, the, the people who come on these events, that's when everything changed. Not thinking, oh, okay, I don't want to come across as like, here, here's a $67 thing. Fuck that. That's not me or Caleb. We go, we we know what we can offer and then we come to the um, the people and then when we did that, it all changed internally and Caleb's like, dude, you're worth it. When I, when I did the first one ages ago now, it's like, fuck, it's possible and then it really gave me my, my, my belief and knowing that I go... This is where things are going. You know, thank you so much, man. And that's why these. if you're a guy who's a marketer or you're a technical dude like in business, it's like it's not going to make sense to you. And that's why the eye origin really kicked in for me, man. I'm going, fuck, it's not meant to make sense all the time. And the thing is, when you really get that really shifted, everything else shifted. And that's why people try and break it down. I go, some things can't be explained. Some things cannot be explained hmm. at all.
1: Yes, yeah, but man. That sweet spot of like direction and flow. Like we... We're super conditioned to want to know with certainty all of the steps, all of the time They have massive control. But like you say in the bedroom, like all the fucking time, let go, let flow. Then you <laughs> <And> you'll blow. Then you'll blow. It's the same in sales and business, man. It's like, you know, sometimes you can do all the planning in the world. At some point you have to let go and just trust that. Everything you've done till this moment is enough and uh, you'll end up with the right people at the right time. Uh, And it's allowed to be that easy, right? You don't have to work fucking 12 hours a day. God, this shit is so toxic, man. I hate all of that over hustle stuff. No one's happy doing 12 hours a day. You're fucking lying to yourself.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, man, I and the thing is this man lived it like all last year. He was traveling around the world, like being in five star restaurants and resorts. And he's like booked a really beautiful place for his wedding. And he's like living the life. And I actually got triggered by this. I got really triggered by Caleb, like living the amazing life, doing all this stuff and having these epic experiences with his partner. How the fuck is he doing this? How, how is he making this happen? And I go, oh my God, it's a different paradigm shift. So it's like, it's not just like, it's the flow and the ease of making money that he really instilled in me and actually making a huge significant impact with what I'm doing as well. So it's like the culmination of everything together.
1: I love that, man. It's like what you said the other day. It's like, we've created the ability for you to choose conscious living. And conscious living is the ability for you to have awareness around your choices, choices about what you do, who you're with, what you create, what you receive, where you're not hindered by any of the, you know, childhood events or traumas or past relationships. You you have a clean state. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a blank canvas to choose how you want to live. And from that space, there's just so much fucking freedom, so much freedom
0: well oh, dude it's amazing i want to wrap it up in a second but this last thing i want to touch on man and it's the the thing what well, last thing i want to say like the the concept and this is the same for sexual we'll relate it back to this as well it's like abc um if you guys don't know and i'll get to caleb to explain this in a second like always be closing like in the bedroom some women you can't like quote-unquote close and have sex with a woman that night because she might not feel comfortable and the thing is, if you, like, let her go, uh, basically, if you make her feel really comfortable and you connect with her deeply and you have, like, these beautiful com- conversations and she feels open to you and you really understand her, you might not even have sex. You might just kiss. Then the next time you might have sex or maybe another date, maybe the second or third date or the fourth date. But then that concept, like, people say sometimes you have to, like, close the person on the first date. And the same with salesman. If you want to break it down with that bullshit concept where everyone's getting cold, you have to close on the first time or it's not going to work. It's absolute crap. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's a, there's a myth going around that's been disproven by human behavioral science that you've always got to be closing. That, that was based on nothing. That was just a movie called The Boiler Room that was produced in the 90s, right? And people have adopted this, the likes of Grant Cardone, just drives my fucking, does my fucking head in, man. Always be closing is a load of shit. Like, without getting too deep in this, there's actually four different buying cycles. Um that can be broken up into two categories. Uh, the first category is automatic convincer, which means I'll make a decision now. And the second and the second category is a is a time convincer, which means they genuinely need time to process the information. And, you know, these sales trainers and fucking rubbish online have been getting away with preaching like always be closing, close everyone all the time. But behaviorally, it's actually uh, their brain is built in a way that if you force them to make a decision they would rather leave the opportunity than risk getting it wrong um and on the flip side you know if you don't hard close people that require a close on the spot then they will act in accordance with the decision that they made on the day so if the decision that they made on the day was no buy then they will act in accordance with that the next day and the next day and this is why you know we see terrible conversion rates We've got a one size fits all sales process that doesn't cater to the different human behavior types that we have when it comes to buying.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Like same, like a lot of guys ask me, like, what do I do with this woman? How do I get this woman to orgasm? I'm like, I have no idea. Okay, every pussy is different. Every woman's different. I'm like, oh, i massive rants to that. And then sometimes, like, how do I close this person? It's like, hang on a second. Do they actually need your product? They actually mm-hmm. need your service, and I think that's a big thing that you, yeah you showed me as well, man. Like breaking that down, like like some people are like, oh, how do I do this? Like, dude, I don't even know what this woman likes, what she doesn't like, her sexual experience, how, how like same with you, mate. Like when people talk to you about salesmen, what are the questions? Like, you don't even know what their needs are and who they are fundamentally, and you're like going, how do I close them? With this, I'm like, do they actually fundamentally need this? And is it going to benefit them in the um, future? And if you have sex with this woman tonight, is this going to benefit her or is it going to push her away? How much connection? There's so much stuff, man. It's fucking crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that was the biggest similarity that we saw. It's like, you know, like not every pussy is the same. Not every deal is the same. Yeah. And, you know, you need to be more into her and more into your prospect than you need to be in yourself. If you want her to have the best experience and if you want your prospects to have the best experience, it's literally word for word exactly the same.
0: Yeah, dude, absolutely crazy stuff. And guys, this is only the tip of the iceberg. As I said before, Caleb and I just go on for like a two-hour rant <laughs> and keep going. What I'll do is got to wrap it up here. But man, is there anything last, final words you want to say? And then we'll get into um, how guys can um, reach out to you, man. Uh,
1: no, nah, man. The uh, I think we've done a great job today. Obviously, like it's a it's a big topic. Um, but if you wanted to know some more, uh, I'm running an event on the thirtieth. Uh, there'll probably be a link somewhere, maybe in the podcast description uh, that you can click on. It's a live event and we're actually going to go deep into the three areas to increase your business revenue, even during a pandemic. So we're going to look at offer design. We're going to look at clearing out limiting beliefs around money. And we're going to look at like how you can run a sales conversation to make sure you're charging what you're actually worth and you're not undercharging. charging. Um, so if you've got a couple of hours and you want to come hang out with me on the 30th uh, which is New Zealand time uh, Then just click the link below all the details will be on there uh, and we'll have a have a blast
0: awesome as I say guys highly recommend you go check that out if you can't find that um, I'll put that link below here and as I said guys you can get in contact with me and I can get you on that, that training I'll definitely be there it's going to be awesome because um, as I said Caleb stuff has transformed my life in more ways than one As I say, Caleb, it has been an absolute pleasure for you to be here today. And thank you so much for dropping all the bombs and really opening up about your story, man. It was really like really phenomenal just to hear about the nuances and how you got to where you are today, man. And also really like even the eye origins, guys, like that movie, which we um, tapped on amazing and like Caleb really has a really great balance of like East and Western philosophy of um, tying it all together and he comes from such a place of place of love so guys make sure you go check out that training it's on the link below and it's been phenomenal to have you on here